We're jumping into predictions for Iowa week. We got to bring Floyd home, but can we do it? You are locked on Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Uh, Golden Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You are listening to Lockdown Golden Gophers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. We are joined by our weekly co-host, Tristan Span Ford, here to go over some not so great things from the last time we were able to talk as well as looking forward to this Iowa week. But I got to ask you, my guy, have you recuperated from the Michigan loss yet? I have, I have, it feels like this bye week was, was more even for the fans than it was the players. We needed this bye week more than anyone. It's a good refresh, a good restart. Honestly, I don't even remember the game. Can't remember it. So we'll flush yeah, it out. Zero, zero, right? Exactly, exactly. New season, new season. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. But so far, we do have to talk about the past a little bit. What has been the most frustrating part for you with the Gophers team this year so far? What's been the thing that you're just like, I wish this? It's It's got to come down to the play calling. I just wish we would continue to be aggressive we look good when we are aggressive and we are you know using the play action and we run the ball so well you would think that it would set us up to have a great play action game but then we just keep running we just keep running and we just keep running and we just keep running and we run ourselves into oblivion which it, it, it i understand this is the big 10 you know you you got to have a run game and we do but i would just like to see it be you know switch it up a little bit get more aggressive throw the ball air it out you know, let Ethan make those mistakes if he has to. Right, right. No, I'm with you. I mean, it's the Big Ten and you have to have a run game, but, you know, it's 2023 and you have to have a passing <laughs> game. So, I mean, you got to find a way to balance it out. And I'm with you. If he makes mistakes, if he throws a pick six here or there, if he throws an interception, there's a fumble, whatever, misses a pass, then drop some easier things to get his confidence going again and then get him going. Don't just be like, well, that didn't work and we put it in harm's way. So now we're going to run the ball 50 more times. Like we got to find a way to get our quarterback comfortable, whether it's now or it's three years from now, you're going to have to find a way to get your guy comfortable. So hopefully that can happen. The most frustrating part for me isn't even actually on the field right now, but it's looking at that Northwestern loss and just knowing that deep down that could be the make or break. Say the Gophers get it together. Say they are ready to go. They come out of this bye week. They beat Iowa. They go on a run. They take down Michigan state, Illinois, and they're just rolling. Even if you do all that, It's not necessarily in your hands at this point because you're still a game in the, in the conference standings behind Iowa and Wisconsin. So you still have to hope that they lose some games to be able to put yourself in the race. Whereas if you beat that Northwestern team, you probably have control of your own destiny. And the fact that you were up 21, it's just, that one cuts me deep still. It still hurts. And it's just because we've seen it happen time and time again with Purdue and Bowling Green and all these things. And it's just, that one is the most frustrating for me I, I i agree with you on that you know it's it's the times that we beat ourselves like you said bowling green and purdue and it's 
we 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 have all this we have everything in our hands and then we just give it to someone else and say okay you choose our destiny now because now we have to we have to have help to to get out of the west or to win the west so it, it is that is tough right i'm with you but let's get away from the negativity let's pick yeah. it up a little bit here what is the biggest game left on this gopher schedule that you would like to see a win like if you could have any one win on the schedule what is it we've got Iowa coming up. We've got Illinois and Michigan State, Purdue, Ohio State, and Wisconsin. That's the remaining schedule right there. So what is the one game? If you could just choose one and say that is a guaranteed win, which one would you pick? I actually, and this will probably lead me into my hot take for the week. It's got to be this week. We haven't beat Iowa in eight years, something like that. And this this would be the game I would circle. I mean, obviously Wisconsin's on there and Ohio state would be incredible if we, if we go on a little run going into Ohio state, but it's Ohio state and we know where my, my confidence can lead me and it just lets me down. <laughs> but, but, but I, I, I would have Iowa circled. It has to be Iowa. Like, like I said, leads me into my hot take. I think if, if we can find a way to beat Iowa, all the people on Twitter and all the people who are, oh, PJ can't do it. PJ can't do it. PJ isn't isn't the guy. I can almost guarantee you a lot of them will just forget. We will beat Iowa and they will just forget. And I'm not talking like the big, big J journalists there that like actually know what they're talking about. But the people on Twitter will be like, hmm, maybe PJ is the guy. And I'm not banging my drum, banging the drum for PJ or anything. But right. that's my take is that I think I think there'll be a lot of people who just be like, oh, well, we beat Iowa this year, so that's cool. Like, I, it, it'll, I, I, it'll I feel make that. people feel good. Right, I feel that. I don't think there'll still – I mean, it's Minnesota. There's there's pain yeah. in the state for oh, every yeah. sport around, so there's still going to be your naysayers like, this doesn't matter. It's the first time you're one and seven or whatever. But I'm with you. I think a lot of the negativity – from the common fans will be like, okay, you know what? This feels a little bit better. Maybe we shouldn't have been as panicked. Maybe Michigan is just really dang good. Like they'll start to breathe a little bit seeing, oh, two of our losses are to top 10 teams. So, I mean, I, I'm with you there. I mean, hopefully that's the case. And hopefully we can talk about that again next week and talk about how you were right. And that happened, but it's going to that. be, Right. It's going to be a long weekend regardless. Hopefully it's one with a smile for the Gophers. But my most important game, I think I'm with you. I think I'm going to go with the Iowa game as well. But the final thing I want to say then is if you only got to choose a win in one of the two rivalry games, so Iowa or Wisconsin this year, which one is more important to you personally? Is it finally getting a dub against Iowa or is it keeping the Badgers fans humble with three straight against Wisconsin? That has to give me Wisconsin. I have to go Wisconsin still. It's just so fun. And maybe it's just because I've never felt what it feels like to beat Iowa. You know, that's probably the case. But beating Wisconsin feels so good. I mean, both teams, we could beat them both this year and and everyone will just give us the, oh, we're both rebuilding. You know, we we yeah. had a... We played Iowa without McNamara. We played Wisconsin with who's on the team right now, you know, Fickle's first year. That's unfortunate that they will have that caveat, but I think beating Wisconsin has got to be it. Yeah, I mean, and then we have a caveat too. We played you on a rebuilding year and lost to Northwestern, but beat you those two schools. I mean, there's so many ways that people can talk around points, but it would feel good. It would feel great if they win both, but hopefully – 
they can start it off this weekend by bringing Floyd home. Now we're going to switch over to the over-unders and the predictions for the rest of the show, talking strictly Iowa week. That's what's coming up next. First, I want to talk to you about our friends over at BetterHelp because this episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Whether you're dealing with decisions around a career, relationships, or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what really matters and what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement for those unexpected journeys. Now, I've personally been through therapy, and though I was super hesitant at first, after a few sessions, I was like, why did I not? do this earlier. Like just a weight lifted off my chest. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Get a break with from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on college for 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp H-E-L-P.com slash locked on college. And then this show is also brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel.com, and they've got a great deal going on for new customers because you can get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a bet of $5 or more. And guess what? That scoring line for this Iowa-Minnesota game that we're going to get to in just a moment, talking about our over-unders, that scoring line is set at 30.5 right now. It's the lowest in FBS history when it comes to score lines for FBS schools. Now, it hasn't been locked in until game time, but I don't think it's going back up. So this is a record low, and you can take advantage of that over at FanDuel.com. Place your bet on if you think that score will be higher or lower when it's combined, and then you place $5 or more, you're getting $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed. Even if you get it wrong, you're getting those $200 credited to your account. Spreads, player props, over-unders, and more over at FanDuel.com slash locked on. All right, Tristan, we're back at it. And we're talking about over-unders like I was just talking about with FanDuel. So we're diving right in. The the Gophers are not favored in this one. They're down 3.5 to Iowa. So Iowa's favorites favored by three and a half points. So do you think Minnesota recover? That means either Minnesota gets the dub or they keep it to three points or less. What are you feeling on this one? I do think I know I know I'm optimist guy, but I do think we do get a win this week. This is the week we bring Floyd home. It'll be ugly, but I think we do. I think we cover. I'm going to say that we cover as well. Now that doesn't tell you if I think Minnesota's gonna win or if it's just gonna be three <laughs> or less. We'll get to that on my prediction, but I'm with you on the cover, and I would be remiss if I didn't pat myself on the back a little bit and get that banner going on the bottom because your boy absolutely won the Michigan week. Tristan went full homer mode on that predictions, and it did not play into his favor. I don't regret a thing. I I bet you don't, but I was out there (laughs) defending you, my guy, in those comments with those Michigan fans like it was my day job. Like I was like, you know what? Put away the the full-time job. Put away the part-time hustle with Lockdown Golden Gophers. I'm defending my boy. I needed it. I didn't even read them. I couldn't. I couldn't. I knew I knew I was setting myself up for a disaster. <laughs> it was tough. But you know what? Michigan fans showed love that way, too. So it's cool. It's cool. But we're going to move to that points line. Like I said, historic low right now. 30.5 is the combined score. So what are you going over or under here? You think they keep it under that 30.5 or you think, you know what? It's too good to be true. They're going over. Now, I believe we 
we had this same game was the lowest score previously, right? Last year? Correct. Correct. Iowa so, had a 31.5 versus Minnesota last year and in their bowl game last year. Iowa has been involved in every single historic low when it comes to scoring points. It's a Big Ten football right there. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, I do think last year this got me. I'm pretty sure I bet the over last year. And I or I didn't, but my buddy was in Vegas and I was like, no, that's too low. Like it's a historic low and that's what they're trying to get you. But this year I am going to take that under that under has to it's it's going to be a, a a physical trying game, testing game for the fans. I, I believe you. I mean, last year it was a trying and testing game in which we gave the ball to Mo like 38 times or something like that. But you know what? Last year. We only got 23 total points. It was Iowa 13, Minnesota 10. It's a full touchdown under, and you would still clear this line if you hit that under. But I'm going to go with the over. I am surprisingly going to go with the over here because last year's game was in the brutal cold. It was so freezing. Fans were freezing their butts off. It made sense to run the ball like crazy. And they're going to run the ball like crazy again this year, even though it'll be warmer this game. It's still going to run the ball a lot. But I think there will be opportunities for there to be some big passing plays in this game. Whereas in that frozen cold, you know, you weren't going to see too many deep shots, maybe some short passes and things like that. I think maybe there's some one or two big plays. I don't know which side is going to have the big plays. Hopefully it's in the Gophers favor, but I think they're going to crack this. And that's why people are overhyping in Vegas. is like, yeah, let's hammer in on this low. Everyone's going to take the under because they were wrong last time. And I think Vegas is going to cash in with that over on this one. So I'm taking the over. I like it. All right, I'm going to move us to the next one, which is Deacon Hill, the quarterback for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Backup quarterback, Cade McNamara, out for the year. We all know this. Deacon Hill's passing yards line, which I found on Prize Picks, one of our show sponsors, yesterday. His line is 99.5 passing yards. 99.5 passing yards. I want to know. Are you going over or under now? I will give you a little bit of background on Deacon Hill. His passing completion percentage since he's taken over for Cade McNamara is 36% completion passing. And I can't remember. I should try to pull it up. Maybe while you give an answer, I'll pull it up. But I don't know if he's passed for over 100 yards yet. If he has, it's been pretty close. So what are you thinking? 99.5 passing yards. Are you over or are you under? I am going to go under. And it is hopefully not going to bite me in the butt with our secondary. I mean, they, they're, they're going to run the ball. This is Iowa, but their offense is not good this year. They do not have a good offense, but they do keep finding ways to win. Um, I'm going to say under, I don't, I don't think they're going to, I think they're going to run the ball a lot. And so our secondary is going to have a lot of opportunities or not a lot of opportunities, but when they do present themselves, we're going to make sure nothing gets thrown in the air. So, All right, so I did check, and I will let you switch your answer to if you want, but of those three games he's taken over, he had 37 passing yards against Wisconsin, 110 against Purdue, and 115 against Michigan State. So just above 100 for two of those games. So does that change your answer at all? No, no. 
All right. Well, I'm going to lock in the over. I don't want to lock in the over, but you gave me the exact out that I needed there. And that is this Gophers passing defense has opened up a ton of holes since week three. Since we played North Carolina, it's like everybody forgot. Oh, yeah, we were a good passing defense. And now we just what are we doing? We got holes left and right. I'm saying I said I feel a couple weeks back we got more holes than Shia LaBeouf in 2003. So I mean, like it is, it's tough, and so hopefully it's not too much more. But I think that I will will find a shot or two with this quarterback who does have a bigger arm. He's not an accurate arm, we've learned, but he does have a big arm. He can throw it very far. So we'll see if he can complete one or two of those in this game. I'll go with the over. We're moving to sacks. Gophers have been struggling in the sacks department and the pressure department lately. I've put the line at one and a half. So the over means you're thinking the Gophers are getting two or more. Under means one or less. What are you feeling? Uh, I think after a full week, uh, you know, after the bye week, everyone's fresh. Everyone's, you know, kind of got a good reset. And uh, this Iowa offense is just, it's just, it's just something. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to get overly confident. I'm going to go over. I think we get two sacks, um, but I think the pressure is going to affect the younger quarterback. Like we're going to be able to get enough pressure, which also will affect my passing yards. All right. I'm going to go opposite with you. So one of us is going to clearly win this week, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go under because I don't know how many passing attempts there will be. I don't know if he only gets what? So he's had 14, 21, 27 of these three games. That's actually more than I thought he would have had in these last few games. So it if he gets like about 20 passing attempts, I think then maybe the Gophers could get two sacks here, but I don't know if they're going to pass it 20 times in this game. So I'm going to take the under on the hopes that they just don't let this quarterback throw the ball. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it, This offense is so hard to figure out. I don't, it's so bad. Their offense is so bad, but their defense is just so good. It's it's crazy. <laughs> this is a frustrating team. I couldn't be an Iowa fan either. All right. So we got two left for over-unders before we move to predictions. Now, the last two are turnovers forced. I've set the line again at one and a half. So over means you think you're getting two turnovers or more for the Gophers. Under means one or less. What are you feeling for turnovers in this game in favor of the Gophers? This one I will go under. Um, again, the passing we don't I, we don't know how many passes are going to be thrown, and we have have we yet to force a fumble this year? Uh, I yes, I think we. Oh, maybe one. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. Okay. Yeah, I'm still going to go under. I'm going to go under. That's my pick. Uh, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. I'm not going to lie to you. I think we're going to have <laughs> one pick in this game. I'm going to cover my ground here. So if I get it wrong with these, I'm going over. Now I'm not even going to give you reasoning on why. I'm, just, I'm going over. My gut says go over, so I'm doing it. We're getting two turnovers in this game against Iowa, and hopefully that leads to a win because turnovers are everything when yes. these two teams match up. The final over-under before we go to predictions is the number of rushing attempts by the Gophers running back. So Ethan's runs do not count in this one. Attempts by the running backs, I'm setting the line at 40.5. So over means you get 41 or more, under means 40 or less. That's how much running I've been assuming is going to happen. What do you got here, over or under? I, I think you're I think you're right. I think you're spot on with the number. Um, I'm going to go over. 
I think they are going to run the ball. And I, I hope we can – Darius Taylor back, do we know? Probably won't know until before the game. Hey, PJ, I don't know why I asked you anymore. I don't know why I asked you anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go over. Um, I – I would like to see everyone get some touches fresh legs in the whole game. If that's the case, just because it's not Mo who's going to take 35, 40 snaps back there. not to say Darius Taylor can't, I don't want him to take that many snaps. I think everyone should get fresh legs in there and just keep pounding the ball. Yeah. I'm going to agree. I'm going to go over and I agree. I hope that Darius Taylor gets a healthy amount of touches. I'd love for him to get 20 touches in the game, but then get Zach Evans, 15, get Bryce eight, Get Sean Tyler five. Like you can still get fresh legs to win that type of game against Iowa. So hopefully we're both right there with the over, but we're going to move it on to the predictions. We're going to talk players of the game from the Gophers side on offense and defense sleepers, and then a final score prediction. That is what is coming up next. First, I got to talk to you about our friends over at Bird Dogs because Bird Dogs has those absolutely comfortable pants and shorts that make you look good and feel ever so nice. I'm telling you, man, I wear these things to the golf course, to the out on the town doing errands, to work, you name it. They look professional, but they feel comfortable. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. And on top of that, they have anti-stink sweat wicking material fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long and it's perfect that they have the pants as well because it gets cold up here in minnesota and you can't always wear shorts we're getting to that point where it's starting to get a little bit too cold for shorts we're still right you're still going to have those diehard who don't feel the cold and they're like i can go out in five degree weather and wear my shorts and good on you just make sure it's bird dog shorts but If you aren't one of those five that can still wear those shorts, then check out their pants as well. Super comfortable, same material, and they feel great. And you can head on over to birddogs.com slash locked on college today and get a free water bottle. Now I've got my nice tumbler that they sent me, which keeps my drinks refreshed and cold, but you can get the water bottle now as well. You go to birddogs.com slash locked on college or enter promo code locked on college and you'll get a free water bottle with your order. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. All right, let's do it. I got to take off my ad pants and I got to take put on my prediction pants. I am ready to get these predictions right for the week. And the first one I have for you, Tristan, is do you think Cody Lindenberg plays in this game? Yes or no? I think I think he does. I think he does. Um, you know, he's been out there. He was what game did, was it that he warmed up? So he's got to be close to at North Carolina. So that was week three. Yeah, and people so, are saying that maybe when he was ramping up in that game, he tweaked something that caused him to further delay getting back to the field. I think if if I'm looking at that point in the season, you don't need him for Northwestern. Or, well, I mean, we would have loved to have him, apparently. You don't need him then. You, you know, you look at, at Michigan, why, why do it? And then by week, this seems like a great time to come back. And if not – Maybe medical redshirt don't come back because I that's it, that's the point we're at. It's like I don't I don't want to see a guy lose eligibility to play three games this year. You know that's or yeah. whatever it is now. So I think he is back though. I think he's back. 
I you hope. took all the thoughts right out of my mouth. I think if he's coming back this year, it is this week. And if he doesn't, like you're so far beyond the halfway point after this week, you're going into week eight after that and of week 12 of 12 weeks or 13 weeks. Like at that point, you're two thirds of the way through and there's not really a point if it's not fully there, if it's still cutting it close and he could be at risk of losing more games to injury or further setbacks. So this is a big game for Cody Lindenberg and the Gophers, in my opinion, and hopefully we see him on the field. But that leads us to our next uh, prediction, which is who leads this team in tackles this week? That will be Danny Stragal. They're going to run that ball, and he's going to be stopping everything. He's going to contain I love it. I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, I'm going to go similar but different. You know, I would usually go with a linebacker here. And if I think Cody Lindenberg's back, which I did say yes, then I usually would put him there because he should lead the team. If I didn't that think he was there, scary. I would put Maverick Baranowski because he'd be in that middle linebacker position, probably yep. playing on a lot of runs. That being said, I'm going to lock in Kyler Baugh. I think our, our D-line is going to be nice. They're going to be in there like swimwear, and they're going to have their hands in this run game, and hopefully he can stop these running backs closer to the line of scrimmage, get involved there, and then on the pass plays, I'm hoping he is the guy who gets one of these sacks to happen. So I'm locking in Kyler Bott. It's a little bit risky as an interior defensive lineman, but I'm going with it. Now, flipping I to like the it. offense. I like who do you think is going to lead this team in receiving yards this week? Receiving yards, it's got to be the chalk pick, Daniel Jackson. I'll take him. I'll take him. It's going to be if we if we do if we can set up the run and get some nice play action going. It, he is he's a freak. He's so good. I'm with you. I mean, that's a great pick. I've been preaching on the show all week that the Gophers. In this specific matchup, should really use their running backs and tight ends in the pass game. It's a perfect setup. You keep everything short. You keep this short yardage chunking the field. So I'm going to speak it into existence. I'm saying Brevin Spanford. I'm saying get right game. I'm saying hopefully uh, the hero in the passing side of things. <laughs> get it all getting right. Bring Floyd home and get the haters off his back i even got into it a little bit on the show yesterday uh, i did gophers listener mailbag and somebody asked me about the disappointments of brevin spanford and elijah spencer and i was like hold on hold on let's change the perspective here is it the players that are pure disappointments <laughs> or is it the play calling that is not putting the ball into the opportunities for them. I mean, if you're only getting two targets here and there, how are you supposed to do something? And it's not just Brevin. It is Elijah Spencer. It is the running backs in the passing game. There's lots of different things. So I'm hopping off my soapbox. I'm calming down a little bit. I got a little bit hyped up from that one yesterday. Just I am on board with you. I feel it. I feel it. <laughs> but overall, we're that's just we started. We started the show with play calling. We started the show with play calling. Play calling has been disappointing, but we can only do you. so I much. Mean, you hear you hear folks say all the time, like Baker Mayfield. He's only he's had five different coaches and three different offensive coordinators. It's like the Gophers have had three different offensive coordinators in the last three years. Like, but I, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. Yep. Who <laughs> has the most 
or who has the sack this week? If the Gophers can get a sack, who is the player that gets it? That's the prediction right now. Give me Ja Joyner. Ja Joyner. Dog. Dog. Good football. Man. I'm going to go football, with man. my boy. I'm going to go with my boy, Anthony Smith. I, I just yep. feel a breakout coming. I'm trying to speak it into existence, but also I got to be right one of these times, so I'm feeling it. <laughs> he was in the in the backfield in that Louisiana game, and I'm ready for him to take control in this Iowa game. Now, who scores the first touchdown before we get to offensive player of the game, defensive player of the game, and sleeper of the week? Do you want this one first? you let me have this one first because I'm taking it. I'm going to let you take touchdowns first, and I'm going to regret it, but I'm going to let you take DT, it. DT, baby. DT. Be a nice little right, rushing I'm going to counter that, and I'm going to go Bryce. Uh, for some okay. reason, PJ loves running Bryce in the red zone. Uh, even strong. when Zach Evans was balling, he still got Bryce in there. So, you yeah. know what? I'm going to give credit where credit's due. Respect to Bryce. Go punch it in for me this weekend. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right, who's your second pick on that one? Um, Ethan. Ethan is my second one. I think I picked the same people last week, too. But – I like Ethan Laboot, Russian. Yeah, let's go with that. All right, I'm going with I'm going with Brev. I uh, just spoke into existence that he leads the team in receiving yards. Hopefully, it's in the red zone. Maybe there's not a whole lot of receiving yards in this game, so hopefully, it's like a 20 yard touchdown, first one in the game. There we go. Boom. All right, Sweet. offensive player of the game. Who you got? I'm going first. You took the rush yards. I'm that's going fair. with. That's fair. That's fair. I am going with Darius Taylor. Uh, I think he is going to be back, and I think he's going to have a big welcome back. Mm, mm. Darius Taylor is is the chalk, especially if we think the ball is going to be ran as much as we can, as much as it is. Oh, which leads me to I'll have to go with Brev. I don't want to say it because I don't want the people to be mad that I talk nicely about my brother because that's just ridiculous. But give me <laughs> Brev, man. I, it, like you said, the passing game, if we do open it up a little bit, open that passing game up, he's going to ball out. So, All right, defensive player of the game, who you got? Uh, mm, Jack Henderson. Hopefully he plays. That's all I'm going to say here. He did get hurt. He last hurt game. as well. He, Still, he got hurt. I didn't know it was. I didn't know it was a long thing. I don't. Who knows? PJ doesn't let us know these things. I would ask him time and time Does again. Does he understand? Huh? <laughs> Does he understand the stakes that are at hand with our predictions right. and how we hard it is? Dragging rice here on the show, and he's <laughs> just worried about not giving away trade secrets. Oh. Uh, okay. If Jack Henderson doesn't play, then I'm going to go with. Defensive player. I'm going with Danny Strigalman again. I think right. he's just going to be a mess. Game breaker. Game I'll, I'll you, we'll give you the injury insurance there. So <laughs> I'm going to lock in uh, Craig McDonald. I think if Jack Henderson isn't playing, he's going to wait work his way into some big opportunities. He came in for Jack Henderson when he got injured in the Michigan game, had a really big pass breakup to break up a touchdown. I think as he gets more enveloped into practices and having the bye week, he could be a big player for the Gophers. All right. Uh, I'm going to skip sleeper of the week this week. We can do that one next week. Final thing, final score predictions. What do you got for me? I know you're going Minnesota, but what is your final score? I'm going Minnesota 16 to 10. 16 to 10, a whole six points that we're going to beat them by. Um, and I think it's pretty close the entire game. And then maybe we get a fourth quarter field goal to separate from from 13 to 10 to 16 to 10. So, um, I can't remember if I said 
over or under for that three and a half? You said over. Or you no, 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 you said we'd cover, but then you did kind of imply that. Oh, the All over right. on the score. You impl- you said we'd cover. You didn't imply that we were going to win, though. You didn't imply that. You said we'd cover. All right, perfect. So I that is exactly how I wanted to set myself up here. I'm going to say it's 24 to 21 in favor of Minnesota. More scoring than many would anticipate. Uh, but go. I'm going to take the Gophers by a field goal in this one. And I think there is more scoring than people think. And Vegas is just out here trying to take y'all's money. So <laughs> that's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Golden Gophers. Hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube or follow wherever you get the podcast. We'll be doing more and more predictions each and every week. Hopefully next week we're talking about a Gophers having a victory, having Floyd back home and prepping for the next game of Michigan State. That's going to do it for us. Tristan, we out. Peace.